Wellbound Sports. Quench your sports thirst. Articles, live shows, and podcasts. Visit 12ozsportsradio.com. Hey folks, this is Lee W. Mowen of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about my bookie. Since 2014, it's the place where you can bet on anything, anywhere, anytime. Get up to $1,000 on your first deposit bonus. Use the promo code 12OZSports. As well as sports betting, you can play some casino games, take in some live odds in Madden 20 and NBA 2K20, and even bet with Bitcoin. Visit mybookie.ag and use that promo code 12OZSports. That's 12OZSports. My bookie, the industry's most rewarding loyalty program. It's episode 171 of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and our special guest is the creator of Retro Bowl, Simon Reed from New Star Games Limited. We're talking about the game available online on Google Play and the App Store, as well as the creative process behind Retro Bowl, inspirations, and much more on the local Sunday Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. This is a weekly podcast covering all sports in Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio. From Lima to the Ohio River and Northern Kentucky, from Eastern Indiana to Madison County and all points in between, this is your source of local Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio sports. Visit the LeeWMowen.com slash podcasts to find your favorite podcasting platform. Music created with the Splash app. Time for another episode with your host, Lee W. Mowen. Episode 171 of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and also the last one of Season 3. What does seasons mean on this podcast? Years. So, I'm closing out my third year of doing this podcast. And when I have the live stream going Wednesday, that will start year number four of doing this podcast. I can't believe I've reached four years already. It is quite exciting. So, I would like to start off this episode with a review of Retro Bowl, and then we will dive into the interview with Simon Reed of New Star Games Limited. So, here's the review of Retro Bowl. When you think of some of the football video games out there, chances are you instantly think of the Madden series by EA Sports, a series that got its start back in 1988 on MS-DOS, and then started yearly releases in 1990 beginning on the Sega Genesis. You think of any video game console from the 16-bit days onwards, chances are Madden's got a game on that platform. Yes, even the Game Boy had a release for Madden NFL 95 back in 1994. While Madden is the biggest football video game series out there, there are other football games that exist. And today I'm here to talk about Retro Bowl, one of the newest football games out there, released by New Star Games earlier in 2020. This game is available on Google Play for Android devices, as well as the App Store for Apple products, and online at pokey.com, that's spelled P-O-K-I dot com. It's a free download with in-app purchases available, 
Retro Bowl was created by Simon Reed of New Star Games, with the art going to John Savage and music by the Heatley Brothers. And special thanks go out to John Holden, Five Aces, and username Mr. Special K underscore. For this review, I look at the Android version with a glimpse at the internet version. From the start, you choose your own name as the coach and your team with your first game normally starting late in the season. From there, it's your job to build up your roster coaching staff consisting of two assistants, one on each offense and defense, and your fan base. The more stars a coach or player has, the better they perform. You have your full slate of NFL cities, but you can also change not only the look of your team, but the name as well. If you want the Bengals instead of Cincinnati, change the name to Bengals. Do you want Brady back in a Patriots jersey? Change your name. As long as it's a fairly short name, I tried it with a tight end, trying to rename him Gronkowski, when it turned out to be Gronkski. Keep in mind, it's got to be a short name. The graphics are nice and retro-y, if that last word's even a word. It's got that 8-bit look, but it's quite a colorful game. You even have the option to turn on scan lines from the options menu to make it even more old school, but personally, I leave those off. It doesn't serve me any purpose. Some of your options include how long each quarter lasts, which is normally set for two minutes each quarter. You can also change the difficulty of the game. If you have weather changes, camera zooms, music, and sound control. Which way you can drive the field, left, right, or both. And the size of your team. One of the new updates on Google Play also allows you to carry a max salary cap at $200 million and 12 roster spots total. That might not sound a lot, but you fill up those spots and the cap quite quickly. Gameplay-wise, you control the offense. You are the quarterback driving the offense with your normal options to hand off to your running back or the ability to spread it out with your receiving crew. You can have two wide receivers out there, normally spread out on the wings, as well as one tight end and your running back to pass it to, along with a couple of nameless receivers as well. To run the ball, you touch the running back and they'll run in the direction according to what the play is. On the Android device, passing is smooth. You pull back behind the quarterback to pass, then aim towards a target. The further you stretch, the longer your quarterback can throw, as long as their stats allow you to throw very far. On the online version, you use the mouse to throw, along with the WASD keys to move or dive. You have audibles in the game, normally starting with two or one per half, thanks to an update on Google Play, but as you level up your quarterback, you'll get even more audibles. I think, personally, my quarterback at one point had six before deciding to release him into free agency. Speaking of leveling up, the more XP the players get, the better stats they can have. Each player has the potential to be better with a max level set in. For quarterbacks, you have throwing accuracy, arm strength, speed, and stamina you can upgrade. Wide receivers, there's catching and strength, too. Kickers have accuracy and range. And offensive line and defensive players have tackling, strength, and speed, along with stamina. Your coaches also can have special attributes, such as the ability to level up players quicker, make tiredness a moot point, and even the ability to have toxic morale players 
have zero effect on total team morale. The gameplay itself is fun and quickly goes by. I could pick up and play a single game quickly, and time flies when you have quarters set to two minutes. It's easy to pass and rush in this game, as well as kick field goals and extra points. While you don't have any control on defense, the better players you do have on your team, the stronger defense you'll have on the field. You'll also have coaching credits, which can be used to sign free agents, hire better coaches, and improve stadium and rehab facilities. The higher your fan base approval is, the more coaching credits you'll earn after each win. Win the ultimate game in the Retro Bowl and your name will be forever etched into the history of the sport. Until you erase your save file, which you have three files available on the Android version. Overall, this game's a lot of fun. It's easy to pick up and play. There's not a lot of time required to get into it. And it's rewarding when you have leveled up and improved your team and fan base. And it's highly recommended for those that want a new football game. Again, it's free on Google Play, but there's also a few in-app purchases you can make, mainly for coaching credits. This game gets a thumbs up, and it's highly recommended by Lee W. Mowen, the host of the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. Now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta get back into coaching in Retro Bowl in my 26th year. Yes, most of my years have been with the Cincinnati Bengals. And how many Retro Bowls I've won? Right now, 25, working on my 26th. And currently on my save file, I'm on week three, about to take my Bengals to the Green Bay Packers. What are you waiting for? Download the game. Again, available on the App Store, Google Play, and online at pokipokey.com. That's the second review I've done on this podcast. The first one was for ScoreStream all those moons ago. An app I'd still use to this day if we had sports to keep track of. But what are you going to do? That's not ScoreStream's fault in the slightest. But I can't wait to use the app again. Hopefully we have high school football for that. Anyway, yeah, uh, there's not a lot of faults I can find with Retro Bowl. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's quick to pick up and play. And you, uh, if you like football, I think you'll like this game. But try it for yourself. Again, it's free on Google Play in the App Store. And also you can play it online for free at pokey.com. Keep in mind, I don't even know if you have a touchscreen laptop or computer if you can do that with Pokey.com, but it it walks you through a tutorial, so it's not that big of a challenge from going from smartphone to the internet version. All the music you heard in the background during that review is from FreePD.com with the folks of Kevin McLeod, Alexander Nakarada, uh, Frank Nora, I believe. I used a piece of his music, Brian Boyko and James Anderson. If you recognize any of those tunes, yes, they were used for previous closings and openings years gone by, but definitely a lot of thanks for what they do, again, at freepd.com. Now on to the interview with Simon Reed, which happens to be my first interview with someone across the pond. I don't think I've ever thought I'd do that on this podcast, but he was very kind and gave me time to talk about Retro Bowl, his company, and other games he's made, and maybe some updates you can expect in the future. I really enjoyed the interview, and I think you will too. But before we get into the interview, first, a quick word from the new shop of the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast, especially if you like stickers, in Red Bubble. 
Hey, folks, do you like stickers? Sure you do. What about masks, mugs, notebooks, phone cases, throw pillows, backpacks, and even wall clocks? If you like any of those things, check out redbubble.com. You can search for the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast, then click on either the main or alternative logo, or you can visit my press kit at theleadwmallon.com slash podcast and click on either podcasting logo from there. You can choose anything you might need from Redbubble's massive selection. Like I mentioned, there are tons of options and a very good showing of new phone cases you might need. Every purchase you make from these stores on Redbubble comes back and helps out yours truly. I myself have purchased a sticker or two from Redbubble, and they are very good quality. The more stickers you buy, the more of a discount you can get. So what are you waiting for? Shop the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast goods from Redbubble. Redbubble. On the Zoom call right now is Simon Reed from New Star Games. Simon, how are you doing today? I'm very good. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, the quarantine's a little bit tough, but I have been keeping up with this podcast and also with the game one of my favorite games now in retro bowl and that's what we're here to talk about today so i'd like to begin simon where are you from uh, i'm from the uk i'm just outside a little town called buckingham uh not related to buckingham palace but um it's uh, sort of middle of england and yeah i've grown up over uh, in this sort of part of the world uh, my whole life really that sounds interesting um how did you get involved with new star games limited well, it's my company. I kind of started um, <laughs> writing video games just just sort of for fun um, back in, I guess, the sort of uh, 2000s, early 2000s, and um, came up with an idea for a soccer game called New Star Soccer and started selling it. So I thought I'd better create a company, and that's where New Star Games came about. When did you get involved with creating games like that? Did, uh, did it start with New Star Games, or did it start before that? Well, I guess there were a few when I was uh, quite a sort of teenager um, during the 90s. Um, I wrote things on the Amiga and um, nothing really came of those. So I ended up going to university and studying English Lit, um, which is kind of what I enjoyed at school. And the computing wasn't going so well. Um, But when I came out of um, university, I just thought, let's uh, let's get back into programming and um, just started making games for fun. And, uh, yeah, that's where New Star Soccer came from. How long have you been a fan of sports? My whole life, really. Um, big big soccer fan, uh, Spurs fan, Tottenham Hotspur, not to be confused with the uh, the, the other Spurs over in, in the States. But, um, yeah, we, uh, I've, always, I've always been a, a Tottenham fan. Um, I enjoy other sports, tennis, uh, a little bit of rugby, but never really NFL. I kind of um, got into – I watched a couple of them – couple of the Super Bowls as I was growing up um, but never really followed the sport until a couple of years ago which um, which you know as I started to understand it more I really started to love the sport and uh, I was probably learning most of the the rules and everything as I was making the game because I needed to (laughs) needed to understand it and as as I did understand it more my my love of it has just really grown and I'm absolutely um, you know, I'm really excited to keep keep watching. I just hope it carries on this season, the new season. I hope so too. Uh, having a world without sports, it's uh, it's it's a little bit tough, especially for those that work in sports. It's uh, 
it's been yeah. brutal. So hopefully football's back. Now you mentioned you didn't get into American football until like, did that also include uh, missing NFL Europe or NFL Europa? Yeah, I completely missed that. Um, like I said, I watched a couple of Super Bowls uh, in my teenage years, sort of like the uh, 90s, I guess. And um, I, I maybe watched one or two after that, you know, in this last decade. Um, but I kind of missed the whole Euro- Europe thing. And uh, I'm not sure why, because I always enjoyed it. But it, I guess it's just the whole time zone thing. And it's not particularly popular over here. It's getting, I think it's getting more popular Um but yes, yeah, I think football, you know, English football dominates so much um, in the sporting world over here that it's hard to find room for anything else. And I'll also say uh, for European football, it's it's gotten big over here. I mean, Cincinnati, they've had a, uh, a, a soccer team for a couple of years, but yet they have this huge fan base and it's nice to see. So it's kind of interesting how, you know, there's two sides of football, uh, American football getting a little bit popular across the uh, pond. And over here, you know, uh, football and soccer is supposed to, uh, is rising up a little bit. So I, I find that interesting. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's good for, for the sport. It's good for the fans. Um, we've got the, obviously I've, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur fan, and we've got the new stadium now, which um, which is hosting NFL games each year. Probably not the coming season, thanks to the, the pandemic. But um, I did actually go last year and watch the, the Raiders and the Bears, which was my first ever live NFL experience, and that was that was awesome. So I'm I'm, I'm gutted it's not happening this year, but uh, I hope it's coming back soon. I hope so too, Simon. I hope so too. So where did the idea of Retro Bowl come from? So it was just a, a sort of idea I had um, wanting to create a kind of high school, uh, like a high school simulator or something like that, where you were a, a young kid and you had relationships with friends at school, you had your parents and uh, relatives. And it was kind of about, it was kind of negotiating that, that kind of teen life. And football came into that. So you'd, every now and again, you'd get to play a little uh, mini game where you would throw the ball um, as the quarterback and that game didn't really come to anything, and it, but the, the mini game was great. And I thought, well, why don't I just see if I can just turn that into a full uh, NFL-style um, game? And it just really worked. And, it, and as soon as I did that, as soon as I started getting the NFL team data in and the structure of the league and everything, it just started to really feel good. And I just went at it 100 miles an hour and haven't stopped since, really. What was the process of creating Retro Bowl? I mean, from programming to getting the idea and getting it up on the App Store, Google Play, and the Internet, what was all that process like? It's, uh, well, I'm quite used to it now. I've, re- I've released a few games on the App Store. Um, but this was actually in a new programming language called Game Maker, uh, which is it, make, it, makes, it streamlines the process of, of making games for you. So it's not it's not too difficult to actually create a game, but it's, uh, you know, you need it to be, to be fun and um, retain people's attention. Uh, that's the, that's the key. And um, so once, once I, once I've created it, I upload it to Apple, they have to approve it. And once they do, you, you just start selling it, but it's um, the whole process these days is really simple. You know, it's, I think with the app store in what, what was it? 2006, something like that. It, 
it just opened the floodgates for for indie developers like myself to just put games out there and reach an enormous audience, which was impossible before that. What do you think is the hardest part about releasing a game like Retro Bowl? Uh, it's, it's pressing the green button to say launch because <laughs> you just and, and every update is the same. And I've done it, I've done it again this week. I've launched an update and. You, you're sort of holding you know, your breath that nothing major has gone wrong because you can't test on all different devices. You can't test every aspect of the game every time you update it, not if you update it as regularly as I do. Um, and this week, again, some a couple of things have gone wrong, so I've had to update it again and then again just to iron out some of those issues. And it's always like, well, you know, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of players now, and if, if I make a big mistake and then I start getting emails uh, or, uh, you know, a support team start getting emails from everyone, it's just going to be an absolute nightmare. So it's just that that fear of launching it with uh, with a major bug, I think, is the hardest bit. What is releasing an update to Retro Bowl like? It's, it's, been, um, it's been great because I've really wanted to just keep developing the game since, since it launched in, I think it was February, around, around about the Super Bowl, week before. Um, I've just been really passionate about keeping the game going, keeping updating it. And I've got tons of ideas myself. I get tons of ideas from, from the players. Um, and it's a case of filtering out the, the, the ones that are easy to do and the ones that are possible, uh, the ones that aren't so great. And, um, but yeah, I've just enjoyed that process of, of updating it regularly. Uh, so I'll generally spend maybe two weeks working on an update and then a, a week sort of making sure it's okay to launch and then fixing a few bugs that crop up. There's always a couple of bugs that crop up in the update. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been, it's been great. I, I do need to take my foot off the gas a bit. I think I need to step back and say what, what's next. So I can't just keep updating it because it, every update is kind of free. You know, people aren't paying anything extra for these updates. So it's kind of, uh, it's, it's making the game better, but it's not necessarily um, a good use of my time. So I need to take my uh, take a step back and, and just think about what's next for, for Retro Bowl. Now, the latest update, uh, it fixed the quarterback sneak, the leveling up bug, and uh, added some gameplay support for uh, beta and also reduced, uh, reduced rather the dropped catches as well, according to um, my latest update here on Android. What's been your favorite update you've gotten to do? I don't know, actually. That's a, that's a tough question. Um, I, I don't know, because it, it's been a very gradual process. Every update's had something exciting. Well, at least I think something exciting added to it. The latest one being gamepad support, so you can plug in a... Or you, you can connect your um, PS4 or Xbox controller to to your Bluetooth on the phone and, and then take control like that. It's, it's, it's early stages for that, so it's, um, it's a little bit flaky in places. But... Um, that's been exciting, I think, because that then opens up a, an avenue of maybe releasing on the Switch or on the PC and, and other consoles. Um, so that's going to be interesting to get lots of feedback from players. So that, that's probably one of the most exciting um, updates going, yeah. I say that's pretty cool just because, well, I mean, I'd have to assume for those with, you know, touchscreen phones, it's, you know, you, you play like that. But if you add controls, I think that adds uh, another level to it as well. There was a, a British invention that I saw. I think it's the iGamePad. It was um, it was a British invention. It, that looked pretty cool, and I think that'd be pretty neat if that got to work. But yeah, I mean, it it is interesting how 
you can update a game and it adds so many new levels or so many new ways to play. So I, I, I admire you for updating Retro Bowl, Retro Bowl so often. Thank you. Yeah, well, there's, there's, uh, honestly, I get <laughs> probably about 20 suggestions, suggestions every day. Um, so there's, there's an endless well of uh, ideas. So there's, there's always going to be more, more added to it, I think. Do you have a favorite uh, suggestion that some of the fans have provided? Um, not a favorite. I mean, the most common one is defensive play, um, taking control of the defensive side of the game. And that's a, that is a, a tricky one because it was deliberately left out because I've never really enjoyed that side of um, NFL games. You know, um, On Madden, I don't enjoy playing defense. Even on Tech Mobile, I didn't enjoy playing defense. And I thought, well, let's just forget about defense and make it just about signing some good players. Um, on the other hand, I think it's, it's been so, so um, you know, in, in such demand for that, that aspect of the game that I can see a way of it, of it, of it working with not necessarily taking full control of players whilst they're defending, which I, which I think is the problem because you kind of you might not be anywhere near the ball and it's chasing down players and it's going to add a lot of time to the, to how long it takes to play the game, which I don't want to do. Um, but I think there might be some ideas in terms of um, you know tactical decisions, picking the right defensive play, that kind of thing. So I'm going to think about that over the next few weeks and months and uh, and have something in place hopefully by the end of the year. But I don't quite know in what form yet. Well, I, I do agree. I mean, the offense, it keeps it clicking like that, and there's not really a long stretch of time where you're not in control of the game. But I also think if there's a way to get defense, it'd be really cool just to be able to sack the quarterback and get that satisfaction of that. Yes, so yeah. I, I can see both ways on that, but yeah, it's a fun game. So I, I, yeah, I enjoy it. It could be an optional part of the game, you know, having having the defensive play. So if I can come up with a solution, then it'll be going straight in. Don't worry. How successful has this game been? It's it's been really successful, you know, in in terms of um, what other games that I've I've released have done. Uh, it's had about one and a half million downloads um, on mobile. So a million of those are on Android, and half a million on on uh, iOS. And that's you know you know that kind of blew me away when I was making the game I just assumed it was going to be you know a bit of fun people might enjoy it and get get a small following but to actually take off and you know surpass a million downloads is is a big milestone so I'm really pleased obviously that's not a million sales there's a, you can play the game for free so it's not quite as um as lucrative as, as some might think but it's uh it's it's been a, a big success for me I'm really pleased because it's a sport that I didn't really know much about a couple of years ago and uh and now I really love. It's a really interesting story on that. Now let's talk a little bit about sales. How successful has that been? It's been great. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know the exact sort of number of sales. I'd have to log in. I, I, when you first, your first few weeks, you kind of, uh, you check in every day. It's like, how many is it downloaded? How many, how many is it sold? You know, and it, uh, at its peak, I think it, it may have made a, a few thousand dollars in a day. Um, but obviously, after after the peak, it just slowly tails off week after week. Um, so, but it's been it's been great. It's keeping you know it's keeping me afloat. Um, and I do have other games in the uh, other irons in the fire, if you like, with New Star Soccer, New Star Manager, and, and other things. I can I can personally say I've bought the no ads update 
I think it's a no ads update or what was that first update? That's, it was just a kind of unlimited mode where you can access. Um, well, initially it was it was like a paywall where you could only play five games, and then you had to unlock uh, the full version to continue. But I kind of removed that that barrier, and now it just unlocks some extra th- features like the uh, the editor. I think that might have been what it was. Not the not the first thing, but yeah. And I think I've also bought uh, some coaching credits as well, just so I can get some free agents and update my yeah. stadium, everything. Where did you come up with the ideas for the coaching credits and what those could be used for? Well, I think the game needed a currency. Um, what is, what's interesting about American football is it's, I love the, the whole aspect of drafting players, you know, mm-hmm. having a, a pick uh, order and, um, and having a, a salary cap just to keep things kind of moving every season, keep teams rising to the top. It's something that I think we miss in European uh, football. But um, so that, that kind of throws a spanner in the works in terms of um, creating a traditional management game where you basically have a bank balance and you can go and spend it on whatever you like. Um, so the idea behind the credits is not necessarily cash. Mm-hmm. It's more kind of, um, kudos rating, if you like. So as you're building credit by winning games and you know uh, garnering fan um, support and that kind of thing, you've got you've then got some sway with uh, the owner to to go out and, and get a new player and uh, you know pick up a free agent or whatever. So it is it kind of works. It works as cash, really, but it's it's kind of meant in my mind. It's meant to be more about the kind of credit you've got within the sport, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. It's I like it. I like that, and I also like how you can use it to improve your stadium, the rehab facilities, uh, get better coaches, and maybe get a free agent that'll help uh, some of your losses on a season, something like that. I I like it, and I, I like the update about the salary cap as well because, A, that helped me out a lot where I can have just two fast wide receivers go at it in a, in a tank of a tight end, but – yeah, I, I like it. It's uh, it is yeah, one of my favorite cap, games. Yeah, the salary cap was a, a kind of uh, a bugbear for a lot of people. It's it was meant to be kind of restrictive to to force you to um, rebuild your team every couple of years, but I think people found it a bit too respi- restrictive. So that's why I added the option to increase it to a two hundred million uh, cap. But also, I gave you the option that that's now tied in with increasing your roster limit to twelve. So you may you know, it it's kind of balances it out still. So if you want a full roster of 12, you're still going to be pushing the salary cap. Have you had people uh, ask about pushing the cap even higher since uh, yeah. you bumped it up to 200 mil? Yeah, we, I, every few days someone emails or, or tweets and says, uh, can I have an unlimited salary cap? <laughs> uh, even, even suggesting that they'd pay, you know, um, an in-app purchase of a dollar or whatever to to unlock it. So it's an idea. I might actually uh, include that. You could have like a, a team of five-star athletes and that would be insane, but that's, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's again, I don't, I, I'm kind of loath to add more options um, you know, the thing I love about uh, Nintendo games is that they don't give you a lot of options. You play Mario, it's just a few basic settings and, and that's it. This is the game, you know, that's how you play it. And I like that idea And because some games just give you too many options, especially like PC games where you've just got pages of uh, settings you can change. Um, so I'm, I, I don't want to overwhelm the player with options and I kind of dislike the fact that you can have a 10 or a 12-man roster, you can have a 
150 or 200 million um, dollar cap where you can have two minute or three minute matches. They, they're kind of you know, useful for, for players that want something different, but it does mean that everyone's playing a slightly different game. That brings me to uh, this question. I don't know if you ever caught an indoor football game. It's, it, it's literally the same sport, except you're in an arena and the field's cut in half and you can bounce off the walls and stay in bounds. And for the fans, if they get a ball, they can keep it type of thing. Is there any thoughts of making maybe like a different football mode? Like you can play a little indoor, you can play a little outdoor? Do you know what? I've never actually seen anything like that, so I don't. I don't know. I've not not considered it. Um, I did. I did write a football game, uh, um, you know, soccer game back uh, in around two thousand and eight, where I had the full outdoor um, version of the game. But as a training game, you could play indoors, and it was a five a side uh, match. So, and, and and similarly, you could bounce the ball off the walls there. So, I mean, it's an idea. I don't. I don't think it's something I necessarily want to. Uh, include because it's just more work and it's changing the whole um, structure of the the code that you know runs the actual game engine. So I don't think so, but it, I'll have to look into it because I've not, not actually seen it. I mean, that, that's fair enough. I mean, indoor football is a different breed of the sport. Uh, personally, I ask that because I broadcast an indoor football team for two years, and it's. It, it's really fun, especially when you have the players bounce off the walls and go into the end zone. It's it's really cool. It's just it's something I thought. I don't know how many people like it. It's kind of decreasing in popularity. I mean, we lost the Arena Football League now twice. We had a team in Central Ohio, and now that's gone. But it's just something right. I thought of. Uh, what about a career mode for players where you're one person and you're on the team type of thing? That, that's an idea. I mean, most of my games, the new star games, um, new star soccer, new star cricket, new star manager, you are um, controlling one player or, or in the case of the manager, you're controlling you know, the head coach. Um, and you, you just kind of manage the career uh, of that player, um, which is why new star soccer was a, a, a success because it was something different. No one had really played a, a soccer game like that before. And the idea of doing a new star quarterback is is appealing the only the only reason this isn't um a sort of career solo career mode is i just felt that it didn't offer enough opportunities for gameplay if you were just the quarterback you know you wouldn't be kicking the ball you wouldn't be receiving the ball um so that's why i went down the road of being you know the coach and and running the whole team um but i think i think people love the uh, the aspect of throwing the ball in in retro bowl so much that it probably could stand on its own if there was enough other other stuff going on around the game, you know, managing your career aspect of the of the game, I think it would work as a new star quarterback game. I, it's just something I thought about because I know you know your man's everything. They have career modes nowadays, and just I, I mean, I, I like the game as it is. It's a lot of fun. It's what what's fun to me about it is it's something I could pick up and play, and I don't have to spend a lot of time on it. I mean, two-minute quarters, it, it flies by. So it, yeah. it's it's definitely an enjoyable product, and it's it's something I it's something that's really helped me during the quarantine with uh, downtime. So Yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah, no, that's, that's one thing I'm worried about um, destroying is that, that simple nature of the game where you can just complete a game in a couple of minutes or so and... Uh, um, or you can sit down for an hour and, you know, play a season. So that's, that's something I don't want to tinker with too much. Now, 
you mentioned some of the other games, but what else have you made with New Star Games Limited? Um, well, there have been a lot, lots of New Star Soccer games. Originally, they were on PC, um, and then I switched to mobile in 2011, 12. Um, there were, there's also been New Star Tennis, New Star Cricket, New Star Grand Prix, uh, New Star Manager, which is another soccer game. Um, we currently, I'm, so I'm working on Retro Bowl pretty much on my own with the artist John Savage. Um, but it's, uh, there's also a team I work with in, in the UK on a separate um, project, and that's going to be a baseball game, New Star Baseball. Which one has been your favorite to create and see grow? Well, that's a very tough question. It's between New Star Soccer and, um, and Retro Bowl because, I mean, New Star Soccer is my baby. That, that was my first game that I, that I started to actually make money from um, back in like 2003. Um, and it, with, each, uh, with each new version, it, I learned so much more and they got more complex and then they got overly complex and I had to strip it back. And that's when I launched a mobile version, which was a really stripped down um, and it just exploded in the UK. You know, it, it went to number one on the app store, uh, and, and literally changed my life overnight. So, um, that is, has to be my baby really, but, but retro ball has been so satisfying. It's almost a similar feeling, you know, having a game that you just wanted to make that's just fun and then seeing it actually being really successful is just such a, um, it's such a great feeling. Yeah. Is there any sport that you'd like to create a game on? Like, ice hockey or um i don't know what else but ice hockey is one of them but is there any other sport you like to try to make a game on ice hockey is is probably my my next uh you know favorite sport i think after the ones i've already mentioned um it's again it's something i don't really follow and i don't uh have enough experience of to sit down and start making a game tomorrow but it's just it's the sort of sport that I've always enjoyed uh, catching. I've seen a few live games. We have it over here in the, in the, in the UK as well. Um, so if, if I did choose a new sport, it would probably be ice hockey. But, you know, I had other, other requests for, for a retro baseball game. Obviously, we're doing New Star Baseball. That's not really a retro title. Um, and also uh, basketball. Um, so I don't know. I, I think... At the moment, I don't have any plans to do another sport, but if I did, it would probably be ice hockey. Off the topic, uh, one of our hockey coaches in Dayton, he ended up taking a job in England uh, with Coventry and the Blaze, and there was another team, and I forget what. I don't think it was Nottingham, but uh, there was another team. But, yeah, I mean, I I love ice hockey, so it's something I also had to ask uh, during this. Um, yeah, we have a team like quite local called uh, Milton Keynes Lightning. Um, and as I said, I've been to a couple of their games. Uh, I went to one last year. Uh, yeah, and obviously it's it's all locked down, locked down at the moment, but uh, it's it's a great sport to take my children along to. Absolutely, and uh, another small world moment. Some of my friends that root for Dayton hockey they they love uh, MK or Milton. What was it, Milton Keynes, right? Yeah, MK Lightning. Yeah. Okay, MK Lightning. So, yeah, they definitely talk a lot about that. It's like, hey, that's a small world. So, it, yeah. it, you know, it's pretty funny how that works in the uh, sporting world. Yeah, nice. Uh, I mean, it, uh, again, it's another sport over here that hasn't really 
captured the imagination of the masses but it's got a sort of solid following you know there's there's always hundreds of fans uh, at the mk games whenever i go so it's um it's it's one of those that i don't think it's ever going to really take off but it's great to have at least some sort of access to it obviously not quite as at the, the standard of um, the nhl but uh i've seen a couple of those games when i've been in the states as well and that's that's just insane the the, the passion there now, my next question goes back to Retro Bowl. Have you had any football fans reach out and like uh, talk about how much they like their team or tell you that playing another team and then they see their team either be super good or super bad? Um, I think the most common comment is that the Buffalo uh, Buffalo Bills are too too strong. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> you get quite a few fans saying that they're, they're, they're always uh, in the Super Bowl, but... The game is designed to try and mix it up. So every time uh, you start a new season, there'll be a shuffling of the strengths of the teams. Um, and those at the, the bottom end would generally get a bit more of a boost to try and push them up. But it might need a bit of tweaking that. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think... Uh, I mean, obviously, people have, have their favourites. And I think those that that uh, end up winning Super Bowls with their, their you know personal favourite team... They just seem to to love the idea of of actually managing that, that team, and uh, I think that's what the game does. It kind of creates this alternate reality in your mind where you you are the the boss, you know, you are in charge, you are taking the press conferences afterwards and imagining yourself in those situations, which is always what I try to to um, create in my games is that sense of of you know being there despite it not looking like the real thing. It, it, most of it's just happening in your head, but the game allows you to do that. Can I just say, uh, I think I'm on year 25 of Retro Bowl, and right. I've coached all but seven years with the Cincinnati Bengals. I did a few with Atlanta and a few with New England and the Patriots. And I I always get a kick out of it because Pittsburgh's normally towards the bottom of the standings. <laughs> Baltimore started off as really good. Then they've, then Cleveland uh, just, but Pittsburgh always comes in like two and 10 or oh and eight. And it's like, Wow, that's pretty f- cool. Uh, the Buffalo thing, I, I I get it, but they're they're not a bad team, so I'm fine with that. Uh, Miami yeah. is super strong. They've always been super strong on Retro Bowl. It's like, why? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why actually. They shouldn't be because they're one of the starting teams. Because when when you start the game, unless you pick your favorite team from the from the start, um, it will give you one of the weakest ranked teams, and it's generally uh, the Redskins or the uh, the Dolphins. Um, so yes, it's, um, they shouldn't be strong, but as I say, over time, these ratings will change. Definitely not a problem, but it's something I always uh, get a kick out of. Just, I don't think Pittsburgh's made the playoffs on my, uh, run on retro balls. Like, really? Wow. But <laughs> I, it's just something I was curious on. I mean, you know, it's really cool that all the cities are represented on the game. Um, another question I could ask is, is there in the pipeline any way to add teams or take away teams? I, I mean, I know you can rename teams. So yeah. if you didn't like Cincinnati, you could put it in Dayton, Ohio or Columbus or something like that. Um, but is there any plans down the line to make it possible to add another team in NFL? Um, the, I'm not planning to uh, offer that op- um, option to add teams but uh, I am looking into doing uh, college teams which obviously is a different structure there'll be a whole different 
um, number of teams and, and uh, divisions and so on. So whether that prompts me to create, um, you know, like a, a league editor where you can decide how many teams are in each division or whatever, then that, that's possible. Um, so, but I don't know. I, at the moment, that's just, um, that's, it's very early stages of that. I've got some some college data and I need to start looking at how to actually get it into the game because what I'd love ultimately is to have uh, an option to start in the, you know, in the college system and then uh, be offered a job in the NFL and then you know move on uh, up and up and up or down through the um, those ranks. But at the moment, there's no plans to add a league editor. But it may be that I need to do that once I start adding this college data in. I tell you, if you add college football in, wow, there's going to be so many teams to uh, put into the game, and that's just Division One here in yeah. uh, NCAA and you got division two, II, three, you got NAIA junior college. I mean, that, that's a lot of football and that would be a lot to add in. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool though. And I think that catch even more fire than retro bowl, just because of the fact you have so many college football diehards in this country that, you know, they live and die by their team and their school colors. So that'd be cool to see down the line, but, Again, I'm I'm happy with Retro Bowl as it is, as uh, a big fan of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a, much knowledge of the college game, so I'm kind of relying other pe- on other people to to help me along with that. Um, it's it's a it's a bit of a mystery how it's all structured. I'm, I must admit, there doesn't seem to be any logical structure to it. Um, so that's where I'm struggling with college data. But you know, ultimately, I'd love to, love to get at least some form of college game in there. Would you? be open to having fans help you out saying, Hey, here's the big teams you need to worry about type of thing. Uh, well, I've got a, a guy that's, um, that's massively into his sport. He's massively into, into data analysis and all that kind of stuff. So he's provided me a list of, um, uh, of teams and, uh, and a structure for how they would, you know, how would set up the schedule and all that. So I do have a guy that's, that's pretty hot on all that stuff. So, um, but obviously I'll take any, um, I'll take any any tips from from the fans, and I'll need to, I'll need some hand holding. I, I think when it comes to college football. Back to Retro Bowl. Uh, are there any future updates or gameplay features that you are adding for sure in future update that you can share? Um, nothing's definite, but um, one thing I'd like to add, which I don't think would be too difficult, would be kick returns. Um, so that's uh, I don't I don't quite know when these are going to happen. I, I don't know if it will be it added to this version or maybe um, maybe as a as a sequel. I don't know. At the moment, I'm still not quite sure about how far to, to carry on with Retro Bowl. I get a lot of comments saying, "Stop messing with it. You're gonna you're gonna ruin it." So I'm I am wary of that. Um, but yeah, the, I think we're gonna I'm gonna work with John, the artist, on lots of uh, lots of new animations for like touchdowns, some sort of not cutscenes, but you know, like in, in intermittent um, graphics where you you might see press conference or you know um, situations in the training ground, that sort of thing. So, just really kind of just um, bolster the game as a whole with with some new ideas. I've got lots of lots of plans for interacting with players and um, dilemmas that will crop up. So, yeah, lots so much stuff that I could I could spend the whole my whole life just working on it. Um, it's just a case of picking out the, the good stuff and deciding the best way of handling it. Is it 
all going to be crammed into Retro Bowl? Do I do Super Retro Bowl as a separate game? Um, you know, and as I say, I might do Switch and console version. So I don't know. There's just lots, lots of stuff. Anything you can think of, it's, it's on the table. If you can say one thing to everyone that's downloaded and tried Retro Bowl, what would you say? Oh, thank you. Absolutely, thank you. Because it's just been, um, it's been absolute pleasure. I, I, I say what the community around Retro Bowl is so positive, and the, I mean, generally in the, in the video game world, you get a lot of negativity. Um, you know, people that don't like the game, they just feel that it's necessary to tell you. Uh, I do have one guy on on Android um, reviewing the game um, on the app on the Play Store. That's constantly threatening me, <laughs> threatening my what? life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I think he's. Uh, I, I think he needs some help. But uh, there are generally there. It's ninety nine percent positive, and people um, love the game and they want to talk about the game. They're setting up um, kind of offline leagues uh, via Twitter and things like that. And it's just been an absolute pleasure um, dealing with everyone. And like I mentioned a couple times this interview, I love the game, and I, I can't thank you enough for giving me some time today to talk about it. I just have a couple more questions to wrap up this episode. How can people download or play this game? Okay, so it's on uh, it's on mobile, so Android or, or iPhone, iOS. Uh, if you go to the Play Store there, you can search Retro Bowl, and it will give you a link straight away. Alternatively, you can play it on your PC in a browser through pokey.com and congregate.com, congregate with a K. So that that's just mouse control. It's very much the same game, just uh, just playing with a mouse. I was wondering on the uh, internet one how that would work. I mean, unless you have a touchscreen, I, I I was questioning that myself. Also, Congregate they did the uh, animation domination fox card game a while back. So okay, that, that's a name I recognize. Yeah, uh, it's, it used to be huge uh, for web gaming. I think it's. Uh, not quite so popular these days with mobile uh, taking off so so much, but it's um, it's still good for for reaching lots of players. Now, how can people follow you and your company on social media? Well, if you we're on uh, Twitter and Discord, um, Facebook. If you look for New Star Games on Facebook or Twitter, uh, or if you search for Retro Bowl on Twitter, uh, you'll find links on there. We've got a, re- a Reddit page as well. Um, r slash retro bowl uh so yeah just search retro bowl or search new star games and you'll find it simon thank you so much for your time today and thank you for what you do with retro bowl and i'm i'm going to keep playing it right after this (laughs) thanks that's been a pleasure thank you that's simon reed of new star games limited and that wraps up episode 171 of the cincinnati dayton sports podcast We'll talk to you again for the next episode. And that will do it. That is not only the end of episode 171, but the third year of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. And what a third year it was. I believe that was the year I decided to change the name of the podcast to what it's known today. I had a couple of logo changes. I'm still very proud about the main logo I created. And also there's an alternative logo as well. And also there's now a Redbubble shop, which you can access by searching for the podcast there or click on either the main or alternative logo on the press kit, leewmountain.com slash podcast, and shop there. 
don't know if anyone needs a wall clock with the logo on it, but it, it exists, and you can buy it. And again, every purchase you make from Redbubble or TeePublic comes back and helps me out. So if you do have some extra cash lying around, you can support the podcast that way, and it is very much appreciated. So before we sign off, I'd like to talk a little bit about the live stream that I have planned for Wednesday at 2, this upcoming Wednesday. That would be July 22nd. That's the anniversary I finally got the podcast started. You know, after all those years of having a USB microphone and not actually having a podcast. I tell you, this podcast has really grown. I can't wait to look back on it on the live stream. If you can't make it to the live stream, that's perfectly okay. It will be uploaded as episode 172 in the beginning of season 4 of the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. Have a lot more interviews planned. Uh, during the live stream, we'll talk about a couple issues affecting Cincinnati Dayton Sports. We'll talk about the beginning of the red season which will be friday we'll talk about the columbus crew and fc cincinnati we'll talk about sports local sports and yeah and a big thank you to all those that have stuck with the podcast for this amount of time it's been a great ride and i don't see it stopping anytime soon so definitely a great time to jump on the train talking local cincinnati and dayton ohio sports That will close out episode 171 nicely. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you to Simon Reed of New Star Games Limited for his time. And hopefully that review convinced you to go get Retro Bowl. This is Lee W. Mound signing off. Talk to you again for episode 172 or the live stream starting year four of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. for listening to another episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. To subscribe to this podcast, please visit theleewmowen.com spelled T-H-E-L-E-E-W-M-O-W-E-N.com then click on podcast. From there, you can find your favorite way to catch new episodes of this podcast, such as on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, the iHeartRadio app, Pandora, and many more platforms. Follow along on social media by liking the Facebook page, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and follow along on Twitter at CindayPod and the Lee W. Mowen. Feel free to send in future questions for Mowen's Mailbag on Twitter or Facebook. The closing theme was created with the Splash app, available for free on Google Play and the App Store. This is Lee W. Mowen signing off. Let's talk local Cincinnati and Dayton sports again on the next episode.